Doc Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by the by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm on the boards today. <clears throat> and with me this week is Nick from Below the Deck again. Hey, back again. Just standing in for Devin. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you know, the real world in seeds, you know, you got to make that cheddar. He's away on assignment. And if you, uh, yeah, and if you want to make sure that he's uh, consistently on my show, I suggest you go over to patreon.com slash otherland dreams and become a patron. That way he doesn't have to ever leave the studio. <laughs> and while you're at it, go over to patreon.com slash shock monkey radio, become a patron or an advertiser. We do it all. We can do it all. So we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, man? It was fun. It was eventful, I guess. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend. So, right, you right. Know, you got to stay in the house. It was the smartest move, you know, for people like me who like to uh, consume beverages. So, yeah. Just around the house, you know, hanging out. Don't want to be out on the roads. No, yeah, never. It's yeah. never a good idea. So Absolutely. Just kind of hung out. Uh, I watched my brother put a bathroom in my house, too. He tore the whole floor out. It was nuts. I was like, oh, well, he's just going to do that today. <laughs> Weekend off, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, uh, you know, we, there was a bathroom in here last night. The whole thing is going. He took the toilet out, the sink, <laughs> remodeled it, and he did it all in one day too. One day, pretty amazing. I was like, That's wow, yeah, pretty good. Anything else? You get any like grilling in or anything like that? In between, why my brother's the chef, so in between, why he was doing the bathroom, he did grill. I sound like a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't contribute to any of that. But yes, we did have the grill and, and good stuff going. But you know, you gotta stick to your specialties. I was like, yo, I'll play music if y'all want to be entertained <laughs> while you working. <laughs> doing all this work. So you don't cook? I can, but it's a thing. He's my older brother, so he and he is a chef. So he uh, like actually like, oh, you you know, you right. don't know what you're doing. And that's why you. they always, that's what they say to me. Like, oh, if we were pushing buttons or something, you would know what to do. But right, right. This ain't your thing. <laughs> so you're like, whatever, man. And also, like, I'm not going to complain about not having to cook the food. You know, right. that's the worst part. You always want to eat, but when you're cooking it, it makes you not hungry for some reason. Like, yeah. it's a weird thing. But you're like, if you're the one actually grilling, you never really want the burger as soon as it's done. You're like, I just want to chill now like, for a little bit. And then you always eat the cold food. I can't say that I'm that way. Oh, really? Yeah. That's me. That man. doesn't happen to me. I'll I'll leave and then I'm like, oh, now it's cold. If you're cooking it, you just come walking out and you're like, hey, you want a cheeseburger? You're like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want a cheeseburger. I didn't have to right put now. any effort in it. It's already ready. Yeah. Did you even... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the worst, too. You're like, you put it on a bun already, too? Like, oh, man, right. all right, cool. Like a restaurant? <laughs> right, so, for free? Yeah, that's why. And that's, my brother does, he works at the restaurants and stuff. He's like one of those head chefs, so he'll make crazy, crazy stuff. So, like, that's that's a reason, too, why I just don't even, I don't do it. So, they're like, whatever. You want that's some cool bacon-wrapped shrimp? I'm like, I'm not making bacon-wrapped shrimp, but, like, yes, I do want some of that. Yeah. I don't know how to do that on the grill, but, like, if you're going to You wrap there, bacon around shrimp. But you have to cook it right to make it actually good. You got to season it, and it's got to be cooked to right temperature, and you can't overcook the bacon without cooking the shrimp in the middle. You know what I'm saying? You're making it way harder than it should be, bro. Mm -mm. On the grill, is different, but you can't just cook raw seafood. We get real seafood. So you can't eat raw seafood. You can't just be eating uncooked shrimp. People eat raw seafood? Not uncooked shrimp, dude. You yeah, can't eat brown shrimp, dude. That shit has right. got, like, I'm pretty sure it'll make you sick. You you don't be in the bathroom longer than it took you to cook the food. You yeah. don't want to be Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no. Well, that's cool, man. You got into that stuff this weekend for the for the What'd holiday. Oh, I caught up on Netflix, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I did been, uh, hear you talking about Yeah, that. I've been uh, uh, catching up on Netflix. Um, I... I had to see Dave Chappelle's uh, Sticks and Stones. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes. That was, I thought it, it is was so good. Yeah. It is so good. If you haven't seen it, go see it, unless you're one of those people who are easily offended, you know, can't suspend disbelief and say that maybe he doesn't really, really think that way. Right. Because maybe he's just saying it to be funny. Well, I was know? telling people, if you're not going to watch the stand-up because people think you're going to be offended, watch the epilogue thing that he has yeah, on there because it kind of explains where the jokes are and he talks with the crowd. So yeah, 
it's a easier even if you don't like it maybe it'll change like it lets yeah, you know let like hey it's a joke yeah it's all a joke right and so i, I think that that's uh, very important in this day and age. I think comedians are going to save the freedom of speech. I think that that's what's going to happen. Uh, you got people like Dave Chappelle out there who saying what he wants to say, yeah. you know, and you got other comedians who are, who are doing it too. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's what's going to save freedom of speech. People are going to, that's what's going to break through is like, the look, comedy. yeah, if you're going to start policing people's speech and you're starting with comedy, no way we're giving up our laughter. Right. <laughs> the hell with you and you social justice warriors trying to stop free speech. You know, we're not giving up laughter. Right. So um, I think that's where the line is eventually going to be crossed when somebody tries to silence a comedian. Yeah, it's well, they do. I mean, they already people just get scared based off of the fact that they don't want to lose money, because if you're getting paid and people are paying attention, then you're like, oh, no, I can't do it. like the Kevin Hart not getting to do the things because something he said into that whatever yeah. back in the day. And yeah, he's like, like, when you said that, he thought it was funny. That's as simple as it was. Like, it was a joke I made. I thought it was funny. Like, you know what I mean? Now it hurts people's feelings. Like, oh, I remember it now. It was uh, if I, my son turned out to be gay, I'd smash a dollhouse. On but yeah. Like that. And I'm just like, do you think his son actually owns a dollhouse? Right. OK, yeah, yeah. it's. It's a joke. He's a comedian. That's yeah. what he does for He's a living. That's what you pay him to do to go see him make. And he had laugh. the opportunity of a lifetime to go and host the Oscars, and then he couldn't do it because people are such dicks about this shit. Yeah. Now so, I got into a car accident. Yeah. So I love the Dave Chappelle sticks and stones. It was hilarious. It was excellent. It was so good. Go see it. What else did you uh, see? Yeah, I saw um, the Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. Uh, Have, isn't that a series? Yeah, it's a series. Okay. It's uh, it's really interesting. It's clearly not uh, geared towards uh, my age group. Is Jim Henson? Did yeah, it? yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, but podcast, back when back when the original preview. movie came out, you know, I was the age um, that you should have been to see that movie. I was like ten, twelve, starting to right, you know, get interested in more complicated things, and that's what uh, the Dark Crystal is. It's more it's more geared for preteens and. Uh, teenagers, young teenagers, and so forth, because uh, it's got a lot of, uh, I don't know, just little simpler things, but, I mean, concepts and so forth. It uh, looks really cool, though, it's, with the Muppets yeah. and, the, and the way that it's shot. Like, old, like, you haven't seen a lot of movies shot like that in a long time. Yeah, in a long time. And um, plus, I mean, they really, really expanded upon the lore of uh, that world they, they live on, and I think that that is interesting as hell, and I think... Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty good series. It's not it's not geared for me, so I'm probably not going to continue to watch it mm-hmm. because how did uh, you get into? Huh? How far did you get? Oh, I watched it all. <laughs> but uh, so if, when it comes, oh, there's going to be another season. You think? Yeah, I mean, well, it, most of Netflix originals do have spinoffs. I mean, it is it is beautiful. I mean, they blend the CGI and the puppet work together like pretty seamlessly, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. I think it's good for a younger younger crowd how many episodes was that i think it was like 10 oh that's not bad. yeah i think that's about average whenever a series comes out they put out about 10 episodes yeah and i mean that's you know I think 10, the 10 hours one, of entertainment that's not bad yeah i think the one that i've seen that you're going to talk about is that they only had eight uh, like, oh right you're talking about uh stranger things yeah yeah i'm definitely like, talking about to that see yeah. more than that oh yeah that was a good one yeah, I think they really Did hit. Did you a, see that one this yeah, weekend? Yeah, I, I, I finished, finished it up. It? I finished it up, and uh, so um, yeah, Stranger Things season three is really good. Um, I think they really hit their stride, and because uh, you know, season two was kind of meh. Yeah, you know, and now I think they really hit their stride, and they. I love the way they separated the the the, the main groups. characters, yeah. and they you know it all came together. And they all came it, together. It was yeah. like ran because at first you don't know you're like. They're just over there, like hanging out at the mall, and they're like, "Oh, we're really chasing like after the people or uh-huh. whatever." Then, like, how it, they bring it all together is super cool because they're all doing their own thing, but I, it all happens yeah. to be connected to the same. Right. Thing. Yeah. I like though that they are like split up into groups randomly, though. I think it, it made it like a little bit more yeah interesting and personal for you to get to kind of get to know some of the characters more in depth. Like when they came back to save them, yeah. Whatever after they were still scared, you're like, oh man, they're actually. Yeah, I'm starting to like Steve more and more. <laughs> you know, um, I've loved Hopper ever since the beginning of the show. He's my 100 percent my favorite character. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to like Steve more and more. 
We need you to know? know that he has more interaction with everybody where you're like, oh, he was kind of friends with his little brother's friends, too. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's funny to see. And when, uh, uh, what's his name? I don't know. The, I can't, I didn't, I watched it whenever that first came on. I haven't seen it, so I can't name the characters off the top of my head. But I do know Deborah or whatever's the girl, right? Debbie is his sister. She's the one that's with um, the other kid's brother. And they're in the hospital freaking out. Oh, my God. That scene in the hospital, dude. There's a scene in the hospital where all of a sudden it goes from normal hospital to abandoned hospital. I and I was like, what the, what the hell has going on in this hospital? I was like, where are these places, too? That, like, where's the staff? There's just yeah. There's nobody's one lady, working. One lady at the desk talking on the phone the whole time. Keeping the other people, like the strict rules yeah, of two not time, being allowed anywhere. Time. But you got five floors of just There's uninhabited. Nothing. Hey, if you make it on the floors... That's fair game for you. Got off at the wrong floor. So there were some problems. All right. I mean, some of it is that like, okay, this isn't believable. Well, yeah, if you over, you know what I mean? If you overanalyze, yeah. but it's still like, that's how that kind of thing happened though with it, where it was like, oh, it's this. And then all of a sudden it changed. And like, you know what I mean? You can only expect so much reality when you're like, it's talking about monsters yeah. and stuff. So right. you're like, you know, you got to be into like, Yeah, and they name them uh, after D&D monsters and stuff like that. <laughs> and pretend like this is real. Come on now. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you get, oh, that's unrealistic. You're like, oh, well, no. There's a Russian base underground, under the mall, you know, like, or whatever it is. Right. Like, okay. Like, you think that that would be. That's plausible. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. A, a Russian, bunch of Russian soldiers underneath a mall in the middle of America. Nobody knows. Get out of town. Yeah, their mall was jumping, too. A lot of people yeah. there. They work there. Mm-hmm. That was a good part, too, when they were getting interrogated. They really thought they were spies. That, right. I thought that was funny. That was they, hilarious. They were down there and had them Yeah, they had that one scene. They were playing up this kind of burgeon, burgeoning relationship with Steve and the redheaded girl. I forget yeah. her name. And then all of a sudden, they just threw a monkey wrench in the, in the works. Right. You know, and they're just like, yeah, it's like maybe something's going to happen between these two. And then all of a sudden, mm, nope, never. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that's where it was going to play out, and it—I felt like it was better though, based off of the fact that you know when you're watching something and you're like, "Oh, I know how this is going to end already." When you're like halfway through, and then you're just waiting for it. when you see it, you're like, "When the weren't they supposed to?" And you're like, yeah. "They never did." And you're like, "Are you sure?" Because I thought the whole time yeah, that why they develop- were supposed to. And- but then why develop this plot line? Then because it's all- funnier to leave you wanting no, something else. No, because else. everyone everyone's got to be represented. You knew everyone's got to be represented in, in the eighties. They did. They. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. So, you know, they did. That's why they brought in the the new the black girl. She was funny. She was I great. thought her yeah. character was hilarious yeah. with the from how they brought her in slowly well, it, with the trolling. Always. They trolling her and then tell it like always, convincing her. I want free you're, ice cream. You're a nerd though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like let's you're Come a nerd. To find out. Yeah. And I think she was related to the wasn't she related yeah, to the, Lucas's little sister. Yeah, so yeah. they did bring it, but she was always at the ice cream shop like I need free samples. I want free samples. I want free yeah. you're like, oh what? And then she ends up being like a, a bigger character. A, a bigger character. And it's great. It's great to have her part of part of the crew. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was super funny because of her attitude of the whole thing when she turned out to be like doing just running well, numbers she, merc- off the top yeah, of her head. Merc- mercenary in business. You yeah. know? <laughs> she's mercenary in business. She's super smart doing calculations in her head and stuff like that. Yeah. She's a great character. Yeah, and he brought up the, uh, yeah, the My Little Pony. When was the last episode about yeah. <laughs> they were stealing dragons yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, so how you think about like where people are like oh you're real cool you're like nah dude actually you're pretty nerdy because even like me i'm telling you right now i know exactly what you're talking about you're like you talk about that show stranger things about the monsters and the thing you're like yeah and you know i've had super in-depth conversations with you about game of thrones (laughs) i've seen that i've watched that uh i love hopper i think he's just great and that whole scene where the um with the slurpee the yeah. strawberry versus cherry Slurpee. It's not the same. Oh my god, that That's I love the that scene. So it's it's never so awesome. Yeah. and I love that scene because he's like, it's like I wanted. He was like the Russian guy. He's like, I wanted a cherry Slurpee, or I'm not talking, mm-hmm. right? And they have this whole conversation. It's like they didn't have cherry, so I got strawberry. Right. And, you know, it's just all the same. It's like sugar on ice. Oh, ice. Okay, it's all the same thing. 
And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to do this. And like Hopper just loses his mind. He kind of snaps. And he's yeah, he's 100 he percent right. out. He kicked Get him out. out of here. Gave him the keys to his car. Gave him the keys to the cuffs. <laughs> and said he's he's not going anywhere. He's he's going to be right back. He's going to be realizing uh, I can't go back there. It's like they're, they're going to think yeah. I'm a traitor that I told him everything. Yeah. And, and so and he was 100 percent right. They heard the car turn on and peel off. <laughs> and I love that Alexi, the Russian guy, he calls him. It's like I admire. He says I admire your courage, but you're like a fat Rambo. And I was like, oh, shit, zing, Alexi, zing. Because <laughs> Hopper is like a fat Rambo. Fat Rambo, yeah, that is funny. Because they do. Mm-hmm. I like that that part also, I think, added to that season that, like we say with the split up, but the parents specifically not being with the kids in this one as much made it, I think, a little bit cooler where it was like they were out doing their own thing. So he gave a different dialogue on that on that perspective of it, where you're like, it's not like, oh, the mother, like they weren't playing mother father roles. They were out like detective in, and yeah, and well, then all of a sudden they realize like, oh, they're getting in. Well, that's what I mean to the shit too. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like they graduated last year, so I mean, like half of the characters graduated, and so um, they actually have to enter the workforce. And so, oh, that's, that's right, the guy. Know. Oh, they do have jobs. Yeah, they, I forgot. Mm-hmm. That's the girl. That like that's um yeah. Diana, Nancy. Whatever, that, Nancy. That girl that's with the Nancy, gigantic yeah. head. Yeah, skinny little body. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't see where she's good looking. Nancy's a hottie for being a young. Her head is so huge. I guess for the eighties, they gotta make they make you look. Man, I don't know. I never actually. Women see, still looked hot in the eighties, but it is funny. But you know, like it's like a different attire. The way that they do style, yeah, all dressed, yeah. Where you like they're wearing a nylon thing and a whole thing. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like I got on wool jackets and like, you know. What I mean? Like who was the woman? I mean, I guess it. I guess it was classy, you know, because when they did, they worked at the radio. But that was like her wearing wool skirts. I forgot about that. Yeah, I watched this whole thing, and now I do remember because she did work it. She was getting trolled by everybody yeah, by, at work by Jake Busey. Yeah, and they like, found the rats. I thought that at some point that that was going to pan out to be something that worked out too. They did build like kind of like a well, it's kind of related to what they were doing. A plot because that at the end where they're like, oh, the, it's on the national station instead right. of the local one. But I don't think they ever like it shut down their station or something. You know what I mean? Right, never right. really like. Well, I have uh, one more thing to say about the show. And it's like the most unbelievable aspect of the show is uh, Eleven staying in a relationship with Mike. Because, damn, that kid got ugly over the last two years. <laughs> he's a weird looking dude now. He's going to he's going to end up being, looking like uh like Tiny Tim or uh, or uh, maybe even like Steve Buscemi. They did a he's gonna really be, good he's gonna be job cast at as a weird, weird guy. kids that look like nerds and like yeah. the look. Like, you know what I mean? And you're like, and that's a big thing, though. Because of the show's success, I think maybe they'll be like, I don't know. You know what I mean? As being young and like, oh, well, I was in a big show. Maybe they'll have different confidence. Uh, but if like they, they are may work nerds, again, really, I mean, like if you're like, oh, like how many nerd roles can you play? Because they change it. A lot of people that used to play the nerd roles end up playing different roles, though. Because even like the, the, some of the Spider-Man characters were like, you're like, this guy played, you know, like that was his roles before. But I guess Peter Parker was right. there, too. But if you look like Rick Moranis. I mean, what kind of jobs you think you're gonna get? I mean, that's your all due respect cast, to him. Yeah, all due respect to Rick Moranis. But what kind of if you look like him? Typecast. Yeah, you're not gonna be a romantic lead anytime soon, Rick Moranis. Oh no! Well, you know that's how they try to play him though. We're like the underdog, maybe. Maybe you get one of Sometimes. those roles where they're like. That's what I mean. Like, honey, I shrunk the kid. And you're like this guy. This girl is way too hot to be married to this guy. <laughs> Half the movies you and shows, think you know, that like, they all of their yeah. wives are hot, dude. Yeah. You're always like, they got the hot wife, or you're like, that's um, even what Seth Rogen does. A couple of the movies where his wives are always like these super hot, super hot girls. Like, like, I don't believe you could pull that, bro. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're playing a guy not who's Seth not Rogen. Rich. That's what I'm yeah, saying. You're, you're not, not playing, playing Seth Rogen. <laughs> as yourself, you're playing 100%. average guy. <laughs> yeah, average guy who looks like he's yeah. not, which is absolutely yeah, that's funny. Hey, do, hey, do you know what EVPs are? EVP. Like yeah. those electrical, whatever electronic voice phenomenon, uh-huh. where people like Hear say they, ghosts they record, whatnot. they record stuff, and they one hundred percent. You think that shit's real? 
I do not think that that shit is real. It's reaching. Coming from a producer, and I say this because I argue with my brother about it because he watches those shows, and I'm like, dude, you can make it sound like that. Like, I record stuff. Sometimes stuff sounds like stuff, and it's not like it wasn't on purpose, and it wasn't a go saying go, but, like, it does sound like somebody said go. Yeah, well, yeah, if you get way too much, like, I mean... What oh, I don't, killed a man. I don't understand why it would be on a different sound frequency. Well, here's here's my point about this. All right, um, apparently this happens quite frequently. If you address the ghost, now I'm going to ask you at home, listener, all right, to email me madman at fxpgpr if you hear any ghost. All right, just give me some silence here in a second. All right, are there any ghosts here? Did you hear anything, listener? Be sure to email me. All right, any ghosts have anything to say? Okay, so I'm going to go back and listen to it later when I do the editing for the video, and hopefully we'll have some EVP voices and stuff like that. Because statistically speaking, it should have happened by now. Have you ever, listener, have you ever listened to a podcast and heard ghostly voices in the background? Or have you ever been listening to like a real liberal show and then you're like, hey, you know, I like everyone on the show, but the the guy with the low mic who's a racist and Southern drawl? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's uh, very funny on your show. So have you ever heard it? I mean, statistically, it should happen because after all, podcasts are recordings. Uh, videos are recordings, you know, and if apparently if ghosts have this ability to uh, be picked up on like tape recorders, why shouldn't they be p- being picked up on this microphone right now? When you started talking about it, my my search started getting all blurry. Yeah, Uh-oh. it's getting all uh oh. You feel a cold spot? I don't know if it's cold in here or not. I'm drunk. <laughs> it's always warm. <laughs> so but I mean it would be cool if we had like some sort of ghost podcaster who was trolling our show and did the little uh silence breaks in between my our speaking. It just but we don't I let's mean, lose I, some wouldn't sick it have commentary. to be though a reason? Because why would there just be a random ghost here? Like, you know what I mean? Doesn't it, like, matter or something? Like, that's why I don't... Um, Here's my biggest thing about ghosts that I'll tell you, not even about voice. I think that if you see a ghost, it would be naked. People are like, he was wearing a soldier's uniform. I'm like, his fucking clothes went with him. Sorry. His clothes went with him? Like, he would be just naked. Like, when you die, you it would just be you. Like, how your clothes are part of your spirit. That's a that's a very, very good point. You would just be like, yo, I saw some naked lady, like, walking by. I'd be like... I believe that it looked like a ghost. Seen her, I seen her boobs. They were at, they were just out. It was a spirit. Her boobs were out. It was weird. It was. I weird. don't know why. Yeah, it was just in my backyard, and like you know what I mean. But like, why? How do you have clothes? Is she wearing a blue dress? I don't know because that's what she died in. If it was your spirit, how does her dress have a spirit too? All my clothes have spirits. Well, is everything a ghost? Or just what you die in? How is that a rule? What if you die in something that sucks? You're like, man, I got to wear like pajamas all day. Yeah, you see, there'd be more. Yeah, there'd be more ghosts with boxers on. Yeah, boxers. Just, boxers. just like, yeah. hey, listen, I was sleeping. Yeah, I, I died, died in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, you know, some dude with pajamas on. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> she was wearing. He was a soldier. I saw his outfit. He had a gun with him. How do you have a gun? The gun has a thing. That gun is in the museum. It's still alive. So you know what I mean? That's the thing. Somebody actually has that gun still like that that soldier carried. You're like Abraham Lincoln with his, he was holding his handkerchief. You're like, that handkerchief is in a museum right now. Like his they hat, definitely wasn't holding it. Yeah. yeah, he definitely didn't have his hat. We have his hat. Had a hole in it. I knew it was Abraham Lincoln because of the hat. It's like, what? but no other ghost can buy that hat. Yeah, yeah. There's this. <laughs> How do you know what the shopping world is like for ghosts? Exactly. You know what I mean? Maybe you can go back and pick. That's the first thing. Before you go be a ghost, you go, go to the ghost, ghost mall. Like, These are all your clothes. You only get to wear what you had. You're like, oh, all right. I want to be a soldier. A lot of times when they do these, uh, any kind of show or something like that about ghosts or yeah. like real ghosts and stuff like that. I'm not saying like ghost hunters or anything like that, but that involves ghosts. It's usually like what you, you know, what you were wearing when you when you died what was in your pockets when you died i think i've seen a ghost in real life before one time but i i I, I was a kid no that's what i'm saying i was a kid i used to have this like crazy shit happen but like i don't know but one time i definitely thought i saw a ghost but i've never i've never seen a ghost as like 
a full functioning like person where you're like, oh, I'm an adult. Okay, I'm going to. a ghost. You did not see I could have been scared and having a dream or whatever, you know what I mean? But I definitely, like, there was, like, a weird thing. But in that house was, like, I guess somebody had been, like, fucked up and later on to find out. But I never seen, like, a person or a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't like you a person. It was like it's a hard to explain what I was like. I I don't know how to explain it other than like yeah. I think that it sounds that like it sounds like a big fat nothing. Yeah, probably. It sounds like a big fat nothing. One hundred percent could have been. So, but I I don't know how do some people do have like some haunted shit in their houses? You don't think so? I don't believe in ghosts. No. No, I don't think they exist. I don't think they exist. Like Casper. If they are, they would be. If I were a ghost. If I were dead and I were a ghost, I would be podcasting because I would feel like it's like there's shit I needed to say in my life that I didn't get out. So I'm going to hang around this podcast studio. I'm going to hang around Joe Rogan's but nobody hot studio. Voice, so you can't. You just can't. I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm going to go to PewDiePie's house and talk in the microphone. Why. There's Re- too many stipulations that don't make it make sense. Really? Like, are you only allowed to haunt the place you died at? In the clothes you died in, or like, do you get to pick, or like, do you get to ask somebody? Or see, that's the point is that nobody knows. Like, nobody knows what happens when you die, no. you know. And everything that we imagine is like, what happens? Like, do they go to the ghost mall? We what don't do know. It's think, all speculation. What do you think about the people though who be telling like that their house is haunted, or something? Have those people come over and they be telling random stories about their uh, family? Or it's something? like I hope they're not paying those liars. You think that they make they like do research into it or something? Yeah, they can do research into it. I'm not saying property. that I think it's real. I was just saying, like, you you ever seen that though? Because I've never thought about it over you can, until you just can, now. But like, you can, it's just like going through Kevin Hart's old Twitter. Like your dad You're, was. If uh, you look for, far enough in the past, you'll find a tragedy that happened on that property. Well, not the tragedy right. where you're like when they say like they see somebody with you, where they're like, "Yo, your dad." It, not your dad, like I don't know, but like somebody's with you right now, and they're like it's blah blah blah, and yeah. like explaining, and you're those like, those people are called liars. Well, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I was just saying, I didn't know. Like the, they are very that, skilled liars. Because some of it is pretty like accurate, convincing, sure, in a contextual kind of way, in a uh, what's the word, in a uh, hyper hyper hyperbolic sort of way. <laughs> No it's one's like, ever seen, said they've seen me with the ghost. I used to tell this girl that, though, and she was freaked out. And, no, although that is funny because I did say, like, oh, I was like, what about that girl that's always following you around? And she was like, what? I was like, I don't always see her, but this girl, I was like, she don't ever say nothing. And she was like, oh, my God, my sister died in a car accident, and I watch her daughter and all that. And I yeah, was like, I mean, don't you know? What? I tell her that all, every time that I this, see her, I'm like, yo, what's up with the girl with you? Because she thought in her mind, she made it into a real story. Yeah. And I was just fucking with her. 100% Here, here's fucking the thing. with you. Here's, <laughs> here's how these psychic work. All right. They'll say, it's like, Nick, um, um, I, I, I sense somebody that you're close to. Some, somebody that you're close to st- maybe starts with an S or a B or a B. Well, that's, but that's the reaching ones, like the TV shit. There's certain ones, like I saw one on the crazy show, on one of the ghost hunter shows where the lady went to the house. She was like, there's not a ghost here haunting you. She was like, so, she had been talking about this girl's dad somehow and she's like he been telling me that i need to contact you somehow and she's like you never met my dad before and he was telling them crazy stuff to her mom that's horrible and the daughter about their dad like about like that's something that happened like i smell cigarettes and like i smoked a pack of cigarettes every day that's cruel it was like mad wild because she said like a lot of and the lady got super mad i think it was on catfish Catfish? The show Catfish with Neve and the guy. You know the Catfish show? I think that's what that was. That wasn't even a ghost show. (laughs) Damn. She knew a lot of stuff, though, about their random dead dad. And and the mom, the aunt, my aunt got pissed. Because she was like, nobody would know that. I was the only one here. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, obviously, I think that if you see something on TV, it's rehearsed. I was just saying, I don't know if you like ever think that happened in real life. I don't think people do like, they do like, oh, I see. They do a production. They make a production. They make TV, interesting TV. Oh, yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, before we get into the news worth knowing, I just want to tell you, again, go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Uh, consider becoming a patron. That'll help us out a lot. Um, there you get access to the complete video content that we got. Uh, thank you for being a patron. Also, if you wanted to be an advertiser, we have an advertiser tier. Um, and we can do an ad for you right here at this this point in the show, maybe even later. It, it just depends on when you, when you want it. We can do an ad promoting, promoting your business, event, products, anything like that. We would say website.com slash your promo or something like that for you. And we'd make a make an interesting little like 30 minute, 30 second to one minute ad. So let's get into the news worth knowing. Oh, and if you can't, uh, if you can't become a patron, I understand. I understand if things are tight for you. But what you can do is you can subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel. Search for the Madman Lowercase or just Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube. You're bound to find my videos. And uh, share those videos, subscribe to my channel, uh, tell your friends to listen to our podcast, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and consider becoming a patron. We'd really appreciate it. Listen to Below the Deck. Yeah, listen, listen to Below the Deck. That's coming up after our show in about an hour. I sell sponsorship for drug dealers only oh, yeah. on my show. <laughs> I guess I don't know enough drug dealers. So. Oh, you're going to meet some today. Okay, awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah. Let's get into the news worth knowing. So, um, did you know about the straight uh, straight pride parade that happened in Boston this weekend? Yeah, yeah, you can't not hear about it after everybody got all rowdy about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know it's uppity. That's gonna get uppity. Well, I mean, uh, I think it's great. Um, we talked about this, I think, the other week because we thought it was gonna be funny. I didn't think that that many people were gonna go though. <laughs> it was somewhere between two hundred and three hundred people up in Boston for the marching for the straight pride. Apparently right. there was like times two number of people there protesting, which, so, I mean, it's like, that's a bunch of people. Yeah. I heard they got into it a little bit. There are some anti, like, I think 36 arrests of, uh, if, from like anti troublemakers basically. And most of those were like, uh, like assaulting police and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but generally it went, you know, pretty well. Uh, I want to give a thanks to uh, Brooks over at No Bullshit YouTube channel and the Amazing Lucas YouTube channel who provided a bunch of some footage uh, of the event. And I'm, I'm glad because some of us can't make it out there. I would have loved to have been there. It seems like it was awesome. Apparently, Lucas had dinner with Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo, um, if you may or may not know, he was the Grand Marshal of the Straight Pride Parade. And if you don't know him, you know that he is a very gay man. You know, oh, is he? Yeah, he is flaming. He fucking trolled and everybody. He, oh, I mean, it's it's one hundred percent trollery, and that's why I love this thing. <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos is one hundred percent gay. Yeah, oh, um, and like, uh, and then he shows up wearing a red "Make America Straight Again" hat. And I'm just, if you don't understand how tongue in cheek this entire event was, you are what is wrong with America. You, you know, you don't get the joke. You know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to march for straight pride in this day and age, just as it's ridiculous to march for gay pride. It's, yeah, a, it's so normal. It's, it's so normal. The point, though, to also point out is that people aren't doing their research. Yeah. You didn't right. research it. You just heard about something and then you were quick to march. You guys said twice as many people protesting it. No, none of you did research on it. You just heard about this and we're like, we're not standing up for this. We're doing that. And you're like, you're going to stand up for gay people to go fight this gay guy. Right. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. how, how ironic how is ironic, this? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Um, apparently they're uh, passing out uh, pamphlets in Boston. Some liberals, they printed up pamphlets designed and printed up pamphlets that said straight sex is rape. <laughs> and uh, the amazing Lucas, again, I'm credit him over on YouTube. He had some. Um, uh, he showed he showed one of those flyers. And I'm just like, it's so ridiculous. Like, straight sex is rape, and so that's what they're they're trying to label all these people who came out there to march for straight pride as they're all rapists because they want they want to have heterosexual sex, right. which is rape by its very nature or snuggle struggle. It's just all nonsense. Just like the guy doing the um, thing. I didn't hear about that. But they're like, yeah. you just making a joke. And like, you guys got super upset. Right. 
you got 600 people to come out and march against your straight parade parade or straight, straight, straight pride, pride yeah parade you got 600 people to come out to march against it yeah 200 people to come out to support it yeah. and you're gay just joking with everybody like hey i'm just a gay guy doing just straight lives matter right. you know you're like <laughs> this guy's a damn comedian out yeah. here and you're like no nah, we're making signs and yeah. taking off work 36 people got arrested over this yeah. shit anyway that um, is a good joke yeah rep- i know it's an excellent joke <laughs> Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she slammed the uh, straight pride parade in Boston, uh, which took place on Saturday. Uh, And she appeared with what she said appeared to be a lack of women calling it a a I struggle with masculinity parade. Anyway, I'd say something very inappropriate now, but I think I should. Yeah, this this woman doesn't understand a damn thing. I would still, though, take her down if she let me legally, if she let me, I would. Definitely, she seems like a super bitch. You know, but, but you, you know te- that saying. You you tear that up, right? You know that saying. I, yeah, I would, oh, I bet it. I, bet I would tear her up. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. That's what, if she let us consensually. Yes, consensually. <laughs> I would hit that. Definitely. But yeah, that's yeah. That's what I was getting at. I was just trying to like uh, nicely for the like oh, you know, super bitch. But yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, about two. It says about two hundred people marched for the straight pride parade. Um. They they uh, were reportedly outnumbered along the parade route by thousands of protesters who gathered behind police barricades near City Hall. And shout out to the cops. I mean, they did a really good job, like keeping people separate. I mean, there wasn't a whole. And the people who were like causing a ruckus were the people who got arrested. You know. keep them separate. They're all gay people. Anyway, the pride participants had bunches of signs uh, promoting pro-military, pro-Trump messages. Including support our troops, build the, or and, and build the wall, and crime will fall. <laughs> they took that to the straight parade. Yeah, what does that have to do with building? You can't build a wall around the gays. That's not doesn't make any sense. It's... Go back to gay land. <laughs> Where's that? Where? There what? should be a gay land. <laughs> That'd be the best amusement park. Ever. Oh, Most right? fun, colorful. Welcome to gay land. <laughs> Every ride is shirtless. <laughs> Take your shirt off. Welcome to Gayland. Take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. No shirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's like everyone. It's just like Dave Chappelle. If you if you if you're offended, you don't get the joke. It's not a real place, dude. That was that sounds like the funnest theme park I've ever gone to. Well, I'm not talking about Gayland. I'm talking oh, about the, the straight Pride Parade. I mean, oh yeah, that's also- obviously trolling you. One hundred percent trolling you and trying to get likes and views on the thing. You just shouted them out. That was, was the funniest joke ever, though. You well, the reason realize. I shout out the amazing Lucas because he yeah. has this excellent story because he went out to dinner with Milo. That's why. That's awesome. And Milo, uh, they would go to this restaurant, and this girl started like a, a conversation with them, and she did not know who she was going up against, and uh, just Milo like apparently zinged and zinged and zinged, and he was such a badass. It was like, man, I wish I could have been there. I don't know if the story is true, but Amazing Lucas, he has a video where he talks about that. He had dinner with Milo, and it was off the hook. <laughs> Sounds like it was awesome. So yeah. I'm going to move on to this next story, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Florida Senator Rick Scott on Hurricane Dorian. Don't take a chance, absolutely, to our brothers and sisters down there in Florida, people in the Hurricane Alley, as, it's, as I call it. Um, you guys, you know, take the storm seriously. Um, hurricanes are no joke. Uh, don't try to ride it out. So it's, that's, and that's exactly what Rick Scott is saying, um, who appeared on Special Report with Bear Monday and warned viewers not to take a chance Excuse me, with Hurricane Dorian possibly hitting the coast. Uh, Dorian is a Category 4 storm after it hit the Bahamas Monday night. Um, officials said there's at least five people died in the Bahamas and 21 others were hurt. Uh, people along the U.S. coast from Florida to the Carolinas have, put, uh, have been keeping an eye on the storm's path. Hurricane Alley, uh, which may bring it uh, perilously close to the Atlantic seaboard over the next few days. Apparently, they don't expect it to make lane, uh, landfall. It's probably going to um, graze us, graze the southern U.S., southern, southeastern U.S., do a little strafing run. I never until it's gone because they'll be like, watch out for Florida. It's getting ready to be a 20-category hurricane. And I'm like, oh, shit, everybody in Florida be safe. 
And then they'd be like, oh, it's going to hit Virginia now. You're like, what the? Man, it wasn't even coming this way. You said it was going to go out to the ocean. And now it's like, wait a minute. I didn't buy milk. (laughs) Exactly. You told me it was going to be in Florida. I'm like, oh, shit, Florida. My bad. Shouldn't have lived down there. You know what it is. Like you were saying, Hurricane Alley. You know what it is. Yeah, but Governor Scott, he says uh, people should be... Should over prepare. Should over prepare. Of course. And and if your local government tells you to get out of Dodge, get the fuck out of Dodge. Well, that's a big thing though. The Bahamas was like under underwater. Yeah. Like from from that storm. So it was like apparently that maybe the wind wasn't even the worst, but they're like the rain is crazy. And you don't want to get stuck in a flood because yeah. you could definitely die in there. Uh-huh. This lady just died in a flood. If I bring that up, did you see this? The nine one one operator was just being like, "Oh super yeah, I did. Yeah, she died in that car. She was like, "Oh well, maybe next time yeah, don't drive like in her high last, water." It was like her last. Day. It was her last day, so and she didn't she even like, care. Didn't give a fuck. Somebody and drowned. Her. She actually died. Yeah, yeah, the lady actually died. Man, it was messed it, up. But yeah, they're gonna press charges on it. Definitely don't. Now. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely don't. Don't be out messing around in the crazy yeah. weather because you right. can die. I got to keep moving with these stories. Um, Harry Potter books banned from a Catholic school yeah, because course. reading spells risk conjuring evil spirits. Yeah, this happened in a Catholic school in Tennessee because uh, fictional magic used, quote, actual curses and spells. Exfixia. Is that a spell? Yeah, I know Harry Potter terms. Okay. Also. Anyway, according yeah, this is according to a pastor who described the beloved books as a possible threat to their beliefs. Oh my God, Harry Potter is going to make you not believe in Jesus. Uh, the seven books quote present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, but in fact a clever deception. Said Reverend uh, Dan Rehill, a f- uh, faculty member at St. Edward Catholic School in Nashville, he wrote in an email to teachers. Quote, the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits in the presence of a person reading the text. <laughs> this is what the email uh, obtained by WTVF states. I have consulted with several exorcists, both in the United States and in Rome, and they have recommended removing the books from circulation. Mm-hmm. Uh these are obviously these books are written by J.K. Rowling. They're extra- extraordinarily popular. Popular. They have a whole paragraph. I'm gonna tell you what this is about. Is that they got seven books and they're selling. They're like, yeah. yo, this book is getting hotter than the Bible. Your story is a little bit better than our crazy ass story. <laughs> they kind of believe yours more than ours now. Um, here's the thing: is uh, they say the books quote glorify acts of divination, conjuring the dead, casting spells. Um, here's the thing, though. That's not real. Harry Potter is not real, and I'm telling you. People have read Harry Potter books out loud before. Nobody is practicing magic based upon something they read aloud from a Harry Potter book. I've never got to go to Hogwarts. So, because it doesn't exist. Well, but if it did, but it yeah, would be I awesome. never, I've never been able to use magic. You can't admit though that exist. if Hogwarts was real, you wouldn't want to go there. That's would be awesome. No, it'd be super weird. But yeah, this you. Oh, your story's crazy. Nice. Here's the thing about conjuring dead. Also, didn't Jesus come back to life? And that's, that's right. Who you pray to every that's time. Right. You pray to a guy who came back to life mm-hmm. from the dead. It went to heaven. So maybe yeah. you're doing magic. Maybe you're doing magic. Yeah, you're like there. You're doing fake magic. That's why you're hating on fake magic. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um. So let's go on to this next one. Uh, TSA to allow Star Wars thermal detonator Coke bottles after a ban. <laughs> yeah. The force is with you. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge visit- visitors. Now that the Transportation Security Administration will officially allow the thermal detonator shaped Coca-Cola bottles to be carried in checked luggage and carry-on bags in the high skies, overturning an earlier ban on traveling with a must-have mo- memento. Now, what they're talking about is uh, like Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite um, that are put into a little round orb, you know, that looked like a thermal detonator from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that, I've seen uh, Leia had or, Yeah. Know. And so um, apparently the previously the TSA had banned them. Yeah. Because it they, looks like a bomb. It looks like a bomb. Yeah, no shit. Duh, duh, duh. Hey, I bought this thing in my bag that looks like a bomb. Obviously come to find out it's a Coke can, so you're over exaggerating, but like you have to do that because Motherfuckers really will bring a bomb on there, dude. People are crazy now. Where you like these? It doesn't once even... you know what they are, though, that's why they overturned it. If you well, don't know what it is, and someone's just like, "Hey, I got my thermal the, detonator in the yeah, fucking the only luggage. thing it could possibly 
look like. Like, say, like on X-ray or something. Mm. But even on X-ray, you'd be able to tell it's not a grenade. It looks kind of like a, a baseball grenade. Right, what they call it the round, out. smooth. Yeah, they're grenade. just like, oh, they don't let you carry certain shampoo bottles on there, man. They just let you carry some stupid shit that looks like a bottle. Also, why don't you just get one made at your house? Because um, you're not allowed to ship them. Were they not allowed to ship them? No, they're uh, apparently they're um, from Star Wars: Galaxy Edge. Oh, from that that Disney. Yeah, from the Disney thing. thing. Oh yeah. yeah. And so uh, people are taking them home as souvenirs. And I heard people get pissed in there because all the characters are super serious, like with their roles, and they're like, "Hey, where's the exit?" And they're like, "Gobble gobble, and they're like. Dude, I got a baby cry. Like, I try to get my baby out of here. Like, why are you doing? You're doing the language from yours. Like, like I play my role. Like, I don't. Where's the? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't speak. Donald like, Duck is useless. <laughs> yeah, you're like what? It's just only the Star Wars part where they like they don't come out like because you know Star Wars has their own languages from like the oh, weird characters oh, so that are about, yeah they're not the people a, walking around in the park. You're like, oh, you work here. Hey, how do I like? Where's the exit from this place? So and they're like, booby do boo. Yeah. So like that's my language, and they're like. I really just need the exit. Yeah, like, just point. If just, you can you put just point? Yeah, just point. <laughs> I don't break. They said they don't break character. They're very heavy. Oh, like, some dude was like, "Man, I took my kid there," I and believe, I was like, "I have a baby. I need to get out of here." I, be- I believe that Disney is that strict about that. Oh yeah, 100%. do not destroy this illusion. It's also <laughs> funny. You got to think about how funny it is for you to be dressed up as the character, and you're like, they're like, they're really asking, like, "Hey, do you guys sell hot dogs?" They're like. And they're in the break room no say, relaying the story with everybody else who's got a guy? similar story. He's yeah. been looking for hot dogs for three hours. Yeah, he came to me, too. He was I lost. Just, <laughs> he was so lost in here. <laughs> he came to me, too. Yeah. I can't break character. They're all there. Didn't break. I didn't tell him how to get out. I think he's still out there. It's been five hours. <laughs> My shift's over, but he's <laughs> yeah, still my- out there. He's still out there. I might go out there and tell him now, just as me. <laughs> Anyway, you heard about these uh, chicken sandwiches, right? Um, People losing their minds over these chicken sandwiches from Popeyes. Yes, we talked about this. All right. Friday. Well, a Tennessee man sues Popeyes. Sues him. I almost sent you this yeah. story. I almost sent this to you specifically. Because uh, he went on a hunt for the uh, sandwich and couldn't find it. Oh, you are here on Fridays, too. Mm. So you know. Yeah. I almost sent you this specifically. I was like, dude, this is the funniest thing. It, it's overboard. Dude. Yeah. Um, overboard. A Tennessee man who spent, quote, countless uh, time driving from one Popeye's to another in search of a popular chicken sandwich is suing the fast food chain after he was left hungry. Quote, I can't get happy. I have this sandwich on my mind. I can't think straight. Craig Barr told the Chattanooga Times Free Press on Thursday. It just consumes you. Okay. Uh, Barr suit accused Popeye's of deceptive business practices and false advertising, the paper reported. Uh, he said he was scammed out of $25. By a man claiming to be a Popeye's employee who said he was selling sandwiches behind a restaurant. <laughs> I put my hand in the bag. It's right. just penis. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> once he gave the scammer the money, he never saw him again, Barr, Barr said. He also claimed he blew out a tire and damaged had a damaged a rim from driving from one Popeye's to another and was humiliated and his friends laughed at his ordeal. <laughs> Yeah. Because shout out to the to the drug addict or homeless guy behind Popeyes who got you to give him. Hey man, hey man, just give me twenty dollars right now, twenty five dollars. I'm gonna get right around the corner. Get this chicken sandwich. I got for him you. in my trunk. I'll be right back. Don't you worry. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Gotta I'll be go. right back. I'm gonna have one too. Hey yeah, I'm gonna get two. You want two? I got more. If you want, I can give you a deal for thirty five. <laughs> shut dude. There is no reason that you can explain how much of a waste of time this is and everybody that's in a real court is going to be super upset about you coming to court especially it's probably based not. off of the fact of you're stupid yeah that was all of your stupid yeah. nobody told your dumb ass to drive to five Popeyes whenever everybody knows they're sold out of sandwiches right that was part of the deal. Oh, Popeye's selling out of sandwiches. Like, well, I'm going to go try to get me one. Of the sold out sandwiches? <laughs> you know they're sold out. It was I'm on gonna, the internet. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get my sandwich. But Man, I mean, I'm I don't trying. think this is going to go to trial. This is going to be settled out of court. This is just a matter between lawyers, if you ask me. Because he's demanding $5,000. They're going to sue him for wasting their time. Also, they're going to be like, thanks for promoting our sandwich more. Yeah, exactly. Like, as I said, 28 well, that's, that's exactly why they did this. Exactly why they did this. Because 
Chick-fil-A is just killing it when it comes to chicken. And so Popeye's, I mean, as good as their chicken is, I mean, a lot of people don't like it. I find that weird because I really like Popeye's chicken. It's good, but you just don't go. It's not something you think about, like, in, in a general sense. Because, yeah. you know, like, oh, let me go get some fried chicken. Anyway. Uh, yeah, demand for the new sandwich exceeded expectation with the item uh, selling out within days of its August 12th launch. Horrible marketing. Yeah. Uh, when one North Carolina location ran out of chicken, a Chick-fil-A employee across the street handed out the competitor sandwiches to Popeye's workers. Oh, no. Damn. Yeah. Y'all cold. So, yeah. I told y'all Chick-fil-A was gangster. They are. They really hey, are. Hey, we ain't opening on Sunday. Oh, you out of sandwiches? We never run out. That's what one of their signs said at Chick-fil-A in Georgia. My buddy took a picture of the sign at Chick Fil A. We, we don't run out of chickens. Chick Fil A, come to Chick Fil A. We don't run out of chicken sandwiches. And I was like, That's right. Oh, cold! Right. I was like, they haven't. You've never not been able to get a chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. That is true. So, have you tried one? Have you had of those Popeyes? No, I'm not yeah. going to stand in the line for thirty minutes. Yeah, the hell with that. All chicken sandwiches. Fucking big chicken. I those, told you, my brother's a chef, man. He makes better fried chicken probably than Popeyes does. But who's that's yeah. That's the point is like, that's why I love news stories like that. Cause I know where not to go. It's like, well, I guess I won't be going to Popeye's for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> else. Like, let's go. But that's why yeah. I took a picture, stood in line for 30 minutes. Like nah, that it was an experience. Nah, it's like, it's like people still lining up outside of like Best Buy to get the newest game or something like that. Or the newest people iPhone lying or something to get like their that. iPhones to be around yeah. the block. I stayed out here for three nights. Oh, that's dumb. That's stupid. You just, just order, you know, I ordered that shit online. They brought it right here. Yeah, simple. And also where we lived at, I don't know sure if they were selling out because somebody told me they were like, go to the one over on the other side. And I don't even think that they sold out out here. So shout out to everybody out here in Virginia always being assholes because they're like, ah, oh, fuck those chicken sandwiches. I'm going to go to Popeye's just because they got some damn sandwich everyone's talking about on the dang on, on social on media. On the internet, yeah. Yeah, Popeye's sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens when you live around rich well, people. I just wonder if you're the guy standing in that line. And every, I, everyone comes up in the Popeyes are like, give me five chicken sandwiches, please. And you're the guy that comes up there and is like, mm, give me a couple pieces and a biscuit. You know, I'm um, like, really? I didn't even want to say it. 30 minute wait. You're like, dude, you're not making regular chicken now? What are you doing? Need a 12 piece. You're right. You need a bucket. I got a family meal. It's not on sale. Got a coupon. <laughs> you always go with coupons. That's why. That's when you end up at Popeyes. When you find a coupon, like when randomly you get like the Sunday mail and you're like, oh. Popeye's got two, for, two for three. Yeah, chi- Popeye's, yeah, Popeyes t- is always good on a Sunday. Yeah, I think get- I might have only eaten Popeyes on a Sunday. Right, that's why you got the coupon in the way. You're like, oh, I forgot Popeyes made biscuits. I got pretty good fries. Have I been out of frame like this whole show? Probably. I've been looking at you, but I'm wearing the glasses, so it's staring you. You off, can't probably. see anything. Yeah, I, I, I oh no, I could see the TV, but I wasn't staring at oh, it. Okay. I was looking at you over there because I thought it was funnier. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've been out of frame this whole show. Sorry to our patrons. Anyway, so uh, let's get into this last story that I think should be illegal. This should be illegal to do this. Um, miniature horse spotted by a amused passenger on American Airlines flight. Oh, yeah, a passenger on an airplane. Saw something yesterday that made him stop and say, hey, hey, (laughs) ah, my long face. (laughs) I get it. Damn, I missed it. Anyway, Evan Nowak uh, said he noticed an unusual traveler were flying on his American Airlines flight from Chicago to Omaha. Apparently, another passenger brought a miniature horse on the plane, likely as a service animal. Uh, Nowak uh, posted the footage to Twitter, which showed the animal calmly sitting near the front of the plane. At what point do you get away with saying service animals? You know what I mean? I, the yeah, horse? I don't know. Yeah, a horse. You think that a mini horse is just going to guide you through an airport? No, this is my service, Russian bride. Hi, you, Kay. Good one. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, like, you know what I mean? Dogs are like... Like blind people, you can be like find elevator, and a dog will find out you. You have to steer a horse, or else it's just gonna walk kind of wherever it wants to. You think you say find an elevator to a seeing eye dog, and it'll take you to an elevator? Yeah, I've definitely seen it before. It was fucking nuts. 
service dog. That's what she did. The full blind lady has a dog. She's 100% blind by herself and can say, find oh. out, and they'll find out. Okay, I see where your confusion is. Um, it's a service animal, meaning it's like a comfort animal. Like somebody can't be without them or else they'll like be panicky like when they fly or something like that. It's like, I always fly with my miniature horse. my ass. Thank you. Thank you. Horses are evil and you're bringing them on a plane? Fuck you. Yeah, that's like bringing a terrorist on a plane. You can bring no fucking wild ass horse on here. Someone's flying this motherfucker. What if he kicks the door down? What if he just decides to run? What if he decides to be a horse? It's a fucking horse. What if he decides (laughs) to be a horse? Hey, fuck y'all. Comforting you right now. I don't like these other people biting you. And also, though, a real messed up thing that you just pointed out to me about that is there was another story about a black guy getting kicked off a first class flight because the lady had her comfort dog and you it's not a service is different than having a yeah, comfort yeah, animal. That's true. She was in first class. She was like, oh, I wanted my dog. And he's like, I'm allergic to dogs. And then they were like, well, you can move to the back of the plane. And he's like, well, I got a first class ticket. They're right? like, well, you have to get off then. And you're like, you kicked me off before you kicked the dog, the dog off? off. Yeah. Put her on a flight with somebody who's not allergic. To, I'm allergic. I can't sit here for right? seven hours next to this dog without medication. So like, what are we doing you here? Provide some, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to like, I'm going to die. You got some antihistamine back there or something? Yeah. Look, move to the back. You're like, dude, I- but yeah, so that's oh, dude. At what point do you like comfort animal and the whole thing like where it's just too much, dude? Having a horse on a plane is ridiculous. No matter uh-huh. what size it is, okay, you're like, oh, it's a baby enough. horse. Is the horse from uh, was it Indian in the cupboard? The little one. Still, get that little motherfucker on here. <laughs> little damn live horse. But if it were that horse, you could just put him back in the cupboard it real would be quick. Super awesome. And awesome. then all of a sudden, it's an inanimate object. You again. would want to see that horse though. No, I hate horses. Horses are evil. Really? You like horses? No, I'm just terrified of them. My girlfriend used to work at the horse ranch at Kelly's Ford up there and ride the horses. Dude, I, one of them was cool, but. Yeah, no. they're so big. They I don't like them because they're big they're assholes, man. And they're wild. Yeah, you're like that horse can fucking kick your ass. It's like six hundred pound horse. And they train, they train, they train them to jump fences, and they stay still, stay behind the fences. I don't get it. She got they on its back. I got on its back before too, but she got thrown off of a horse before. I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker just freaked out because he's a horse. That's why. Oh shit! I'm yeah. riding. I'm cool with this. And, and they then you're like, nope. Now I'm a horse. And they all have personalities. And one could be a dick. And one, if you're riding it, you know, try to keep run against good trees, trying to scrape you off his back and shit like that. That's the thing. Anything bigger than me that doesn't talk, I don't know. You know what I mean? What are you doing? Like you're not even. I can't talk. I don't know what you're thinking. And you're huge. Yeah. I'm on Gigantic. your back, <laughs> and I'm on you. Yeah. <laughs> Out- the- outweigh me by a couple thousand pounds or something. Yeah, you just decide all of a sudden you want to kill me. You definitely can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here we are. we got about one minute left. Um, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Like I said, you know, go check us out on Patreon.com slash Shock Monkey Radio. That's where uh, pretty much everything um, we do on this show ends up. So uh, check that out. I mean, even it's the podcasts are free. Um, go to the YouTube channel, search for the Madman Lowercase to get clips from our shows. Um, and you know, please like, share, and subscribe to those. Um, we got Blow the Deck coming up soon. Uh, next podcast. Yeah. So uh, you guys, go to Below the Deck. Yeah. On um, Apple iTunes is what it is now, but it'll be like Apple Music, it's like or Apple Podcast up now. Yeah. It's Apple Podcast. You just type my name in on your iTunes. If you have an Apple phone, you got the iTunes app already. Just um, type in my name or below the deck, and the show pops up on there. And obviously, all the playbacks are on the yeah. fxbgpublicradio.com yeah, website. Yeah, or you can just search FXBG Public Radio, and you can probably find com. all of our shows. Yeah, they're on there. Excellent. So yeah, this has been Shock Bunky Radio. It's seven o'clock. We kinda, we got to end the show. Sorry. Uh, I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm Nick, as always. I'll see you guys on Below Deck 730. Tune in.